0: Now that true crime has become an obsessively popular genre, it is no surprise that when people find out we are forensic scientists, we are met with an outpouring of questions. Did you work that recent homicide? Yo, what does decomp smell like? You must love your job, huh? It's through questions like these that we have come to realize that you want more. I'm Bodine. And I'm Darby, and we are here to serve up the
1: Coffee Talk version of everything you need to know about the science, laws, and people behind the yellow tape. Welcome to the Washoe County Sheriff's Office. Coffee with a criminalist.
0: Hello, everyone. Hi, guys.
1: Thanks for listening and tuning in to another mini episode. Uh, we found out the other day that we have a thousand downloads. Woohoo! I know, I was pretty excited about that. We were notified on Podbean that we had got a little badge and got over a thousand
0: downloads. That's yeah, our first podcast milestone, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> so we're pretty excited about it. We really are. And the other thing that we wanted to talk to you guys about is we are going to be doing a drum roll, please a giveaway. (laughs) We are really excited. Um, So here's the way the giveaway is going to work. On each of our episodes, we're going to be featuring a local coffee shop. So if you go to the coffee shops that we feature and you take a photo of whatever it is you're drinking or you and your friends at the coffee shop, uh, post to Instagram and tag the coffee shop that you're visiting um, it will enter you into a giveaway and we are going to be giving away a crime lab tour and coffee and lunch with none other than me and darby You'll um, get your own personal tour guides. Yeah, for sure. And this, uh, we'll do the drawing at the end of the season, so um, it'll take a few months to get there. And we are hoping that by then, some of the COVID restrictions will be lifted. Um, hopefully, we can get you guys in here with maybe no masks. We'll see how things are going. Um, but yeah, so be sure to listen, go visit the coffee shops, post about it, use um, oh, and use our hashtag hashtag coffee with a criminalist
1: yeah we hope to see some of you guys down in the crime club yeah for sure and today's mini episode we're going to be answering some questions from listeners mm-hmm. so our first question um was just a little bit our first couple questions was a little bit more of a clarification things about things um the listeners had heard and were unclear about so the first one is what is amping
0: Okay, I'll take that one. So amping is a process that we utilize in the lab, and it's actually PCR. It stands for polymerase chain reaction. And as you can imagine, we don't get a lot of DNA out of the samples that we're working with. And because of that, we can use PCR to essentially photocopy the locations on the DNA that we're looking at. And um, I say photocopy, but it actually is a faithful replication of the DNA or the starting product. And it is kind of like synthetic um, DNA replication that happens inside your cells anyway. And so we've just, uh, the scientific community has found a way to do that synthetically in a tube instead of in your cells, so we call it amping instead of saying I'm going to go in the lab and PCR it. <laughs> we say we're going to go amp today.
1: Because essentially, what we're doing is just making hundreds and thousands of copies. Yeah, of the so same thing.
0: amplifying mm-hmm. the yeah. DNA. So amping. So that's what amping means.
1: Our next one is, what is extraction? We use chemicals that break open the cells and allow us to access the DNA and then isolate it away from what we, kind of we think about it like all the other junk that we don't care need. about mm-hmm. or need. So it's just a way for us to isolate the DNA. And the next one is what makes it a presumptive test? For example, if we were looking for blood,
0: Mm
1: -hmm. um, we can't say using a Kasselmeyer test that it is definitely blood because there are other things that will react with the Kasselmeyer test to give us the same color change that blood would as well so we can't say with 100 percent certainty that using this test that it is definitely blood so um, if we can do that then that is called a confirmatory test
0: and we do have some Uh, confirmatory tests yeah
1: we do um, but we use a lot of presumptive tests Mm -hmm. because they're a very good indication um, that that is the Subst- biological substance that we're looking at.
0: Mm-hmm. And they're quick and sensitive um, and not super expensive. And so they're a great way, a great starting point. Yeah, a screening mm-hmm. tool. Yeah. So then we got a couple of, I think they're super fun questions. Great questions. Beyond clarifications, um, they are just questions about the job. And so this is what we were really hoping people would reach out and do. So whether you have a clarification question or just a question about the job, please, please, please send them in because it helps us on these minis. Yes.
1: (laughs) We love to hear what you guys want to hear about.
0: Yeah. So the first one is what is the weirdest piece of evidence that you have worked on?
1: I wouldn't say I really have had anything super weird just because, like, now in this job, you know that literally anything can become evidence. Anything.
0: Like, it's so. That was the first thing that I thought was so bizarre kind of working here. You see on CSI, like, you think, okay, blood, bullets. Yeah, and there's definitely things we see, you know,
1: consistently. Like, Mm -hmm. I've processed a lot of clothes, a lot of cert kits, a lot of weapons, you know, Mm -hmm. but um, those weapons range from. Various types of things. And anything can become a weapon. Yeah, anything,
0: too. anything in your home, anything outside. Mm-hmm. Like I've had plant debris. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like anything can be evidence. Bags of trash. Yeah. Um, this is kind of a, a different way to answer this question too. But we will usually process just about anything as well. Mm-hmm. The one thing that we don't process in DNA is human poo. Yes. <laughs> Um, and believe it or not I and it happened recently um, a, a bag of human feces was submitted um, and we had to tell them that DNA does not do poo. <laughs> we don't do that here no someplace else might yes we just don't um and yeah so anything else can really be especially in DNA mm-hmm. you can swab all kinds of things I mean we get everything from um, oh gosh clothing underwear uh sex toys Mm -hmm. um and and once you see what like one weird thing you're like oh okay and then like Mm -hmm. nothing really weirds you out after that you
1: know no i think it's you're not shocked by Mm -hmm. the things that are submitted anymore it's more of figuring out the challenge is more of figuring out like where to swab or what you're gonna swab or Mm -hmm. how these
0: things were used Mm -hmm. rather than being like
1: Oh, my gosh. Yeah. This is is a weird thing. Yeah.
0: yeah. I think the weirdest thing for me was just realizing that anything. Anything. I mean, I've had sections of walls cut out and sent Mm -hmm. to us. Mattresses. Yeah. yeah. I mean, just anything you can think of can literally be a piece of evidence. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Then the next question was, um, have either of you been to a crime scene? And if so, what was it? I cannot contribute to this question very much (laughs) because I have not been to a crime scene yet. Um, I have. I have been to, gosh, a handful of crime scenes now. Um, It used to be a little bit different. It used to be that when you were trained in our screening section, we we call that serology or primary exam. Um, Now it's just called screening and and prep here. It used to be that you were not necessarily on call, but if a scene came, you were kind of the first person that was going to get contacted to go. And so we did that for quite a few years here, and I got to go to all kinds of of scenes honestly um been to a lot of houses i've never been to one outside Uh, mine have usually been in homes my very first crime scene was a pretty rough crime scene it was a homicide attempted homicide attempted suicide um and that one was was pretty gory as you can imagine there was a lot of um blood and things, and so that one was a little bit um, intense, I'd say, for a first one. But yeah, I've definitely been to crime scenes. I we used to do a lot of luminol testing in primary. Um, now that's kind of phased out and, and been taken over by FIS. I did a lot of luminol. Um, yeah, that's pretty much what I went to crime scenes doing.
1: And our next question is: Do you guys only work? For or can you only be subpoenaed by the prosecution, or can you also be subpoenaed by the defense
0: as well? Good question. A very good question. Yeah. Um, so, first, the question was originally worded Darby just fixed it for us. <laughs> do you work? So, no, we do not work first off for the prosecution or the defense. Mm-hmm. Um, and we can be subpoenaed by either of them.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, we, I mean, we just process the evidence. So Mm -hmm. whatever those answers and however that um, works for the prosecution, the defense, it's up to them who they choose and how they want to um, subpoena us, I Mm -hmm. should say. And
0: we had people be subpoenaed by both before, Mm -hmm. which gets a little bit interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) But, yeah, we absolutely can can testify for either side. There's a... I don't know if it's a law or a stipulation, but basically an accused has the right to face their accuser. And when we author reports, we are seen as an accuser. I use that with air quotes. You guys can't see me doing that because we're not accusing anyone of anything. Um, But that's the way that it kind of works in court. And so any report that, any work we do, any report that we author, we know that there's a possibility for us to go to court and we would be subpoenaed by either the prosecution or the defense because of that, um, that law or stipulation. Mm-hmm. And then the next question is, do you get nervous for court?
1: 100 percent yes
0: <laughs> without
1: a doubt it's nerve-wracking um i've only testified a handful of times so far i mean i have a lot more on the books this year for sure mm-hmm. now that things are starting to open back up because of covid and everything but um yeah without a doubt because you're kind of i mean you're on the stand it's mm-hmm. it's go time so yeah. yeah
0: i definitely get nervous do you i do i um the first few years that I worked here, I would get probably overly nervous. I think I think before you go, you have this like mindset of what you think it's going to be like. Mm-hmm. Um, and because it's so foreign and unknown, it, it, that made me really nervous. I didn't – I was so nervous I was going to trip on the way up to the stand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I didn't know where I was supposed to sit, um, mm-hmm. any of that kind of stuff. And so I think it was just the very much of the unknown. And then after I got that one over with, my very first time in court – Ever since then it's gotten a little less stressful and I think it's case dependent too. Um, and whether or not you're testifying in front of you know, a jury or is it a prelim, is it a judge, is it a grand jury? Every single one comes with its own pros and cons. And so I would say yes, nervous. Um, I think think if you do anything in life and you're not nervous and you're not challenging yourself. Mm-hmm. And I think court's a good, healthy challenge. Uh, definitely mm-hmm. too, because I mean, we
1: will have pre-trials and stuff with the prosecution or the defense, whoever, mm-hmm. you know, needs it. Um, so we can kind of get an idea of what they're going to ask us or where they're going with things that way, but you really have no idea mm-hmm. the line of questioning that say a defense or whatever is going to ask you. So there really is always an element of Unknown. Unknown going mm-hmm. into that. And I think that's what's scary. Yeah. Is that you truly have like mm-hmm. you have an idea of the types of questions, but you really don't know. Yeah. Like you have no
0: idea and you have to answer them. Mm-hmm. And we we spend a lot of time preparing for court. This mm-hmm. isn't something that we just like, oh hey, you're you know, and it can happen. They can absolutely call us right now and be like, Oh, we forgot to subina, yeah, get down to court. Mm-hmm. Um but we spend a lot of time preparing for that, and so it's like it's also nerve wracking a little bit just thinking, like, gosh, did I did I prepare for the right stuff and mm-hmm. then you get this like total curveball question you're just like whoa that was <laughs> yeah you know I used to not like going to court but now I do I think it's a good opportunity to educate and get out there what it what we're really doing down in the crime lab mm-hmm
1: You've always been a really good public speaker, though. I don't know about so, that.
0: <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I, think uh, I she, hide it well. <laughs> she
1: went and spoke in front of thousands of other forensic scientists and did a presentation at one of our conferences. So, well, you, thank you, Darby. You're a very good public speaker. Well, so thank I you. think
0: that's a plus. All right, you guys. Well, thank you so much for tuning in for this mini episode. We do really want to thank you guys for continuing to support us and support the project. If you have a question on how you can more support us, you can um, copy our link, share it with your friends. Make sure you click subscribe and tune in every week. Yeah, and thank you for the
1: people who have reached out and just all the awesome positive feedback that you guys have given us. So
0: thank you so much. And you guys stay tuned. In just a second, you will hear a trailer for next week's episode. Bye, guys.
1: Yellow tape, the boundary that separates the rest of the world from a crime scene. If you've ever driven past that yellow tape and flashing lights and craned your neck to see just beyond the barrier, this episode is for you. Join us next week as we sit down with our crime scene unit and discuss what it's really like behind the yellow tape.